I'm from Canada, where you'll probably need a sweater. But there's sleds and skis and really big trees. It's like Narnia, but better. You've been told that Canada's cold, but it only snows till May. Hi, I'm from Canada. Hey. Hi from Canada, everyone. Victoria's here, and we keep up learning about Canada. In this episode, we are literally going to talk about Canada, and uh, I am really happy to introduce our new co-host, uh, Christina. Hi, Christine. Hi, everybody. And um, this episode, we are going to devote to Canadian summer. It's my third summer in Canada, and for me, to be honest, I do enjoy Canadian summer because in comparison to Russia, for example, it's really warm. Uh, I can say it's really hot actually now in July and uh, beginning of August. How do you like Canadian summer? I think uh, Canadian summers have a pretty slow start. Like we will start getting really warm days um, only maybe like mid-June, um, whereas I know um For example, in Russia, I remember when I was a child, it would get warmer in like May um, or those months. Um, but with respect to Canada, I think um, some days are really hot. Some days are less hot. So it's kind of a good balance um, in temperature where you're not sweating all the time every time you're outside. Uh, but it's perfectly cool and nice. And uh, there's a breeze Uh, from the lake, depending on where you are in the city. However, I can't agree with you that it's, um, well, that it's uh, less warm here than, for example, in Moscow. Because, for example, here, I turned on my AC starting May, sometimes April, and it works 24-7 till October. How can we explain that? Yeah, air conditioning is a funny topic because for myself, um, I do not have air conditioning. So I think my body has just like acclimated to not <laughs> being that hot inside um, my apartment. Um, so it, that's a tough topic for me to touch on because um, I do not have air conditioning. So all summer long, I've just been coping with the heat. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not easy, actually. Another thing which I am really uh, surprised by is uh, sunshine, because it's like, it's incredibly sunny. I remember my first days here in Canada. And, you know, one of the first things here I bought, I bought here were actually sunglasses because it was, I don't know, my eyes were melting or something when I was looking at the sun. So how do you feel about this so much sunshine? Um, I think it's excellent. I think it's really good for mental health also. Um, I definitely notice in myself that when the fall months come around um, and it's less sunny, um, I just, I get more sad and like lonely. But in the summer when the sun is out and I'm outside and walking my dog or, um, you know, going out just for a normal walk or a run, it just makes you happier. Like I love being out in the sun 
Um, I love tanning. I know you've been to the lake and um, I, I remember you saying you really liked that experience. I bet the fact that it was sunny made it that much better. Sure. And that's exactly what I'd like to talk more about. Uh, let's talk a bit about the activities people like doing here in summer. Because to be honest, sometimes I think that people never rest. People always do something like all the time. I see people jogging. I see people doing some, uh, playing some sports outdoors, like ball games like croquet or baseball or whatever and like uh sometimes i think like when do people work because there are always people outdoors yeah um i think for for me personally this year specifically because this is kind of the first summer after covid that toronto is really back full force um there's been so many festivals concerts Um, just this past long weekend, there were like three different concerts in the city. Um, there was the Caribbean festival. Um, so things like that this summer, I found myself going to see, um, a lot of food festivals, um, some concerts as well. Um, but with respect to sports, something that I find unusual about Canada is the fact that there are a lot of curling clubs here. Like, you know, you, you know what curling is. And um, I, I see them everywhere in neighborhoods. Like, I, I don't understand why the sport is so interesting to people. You just throw a rock down the ice. And like, I, I really, I don't understand that. And that was kind of a cultural shock to me. But um, I do find that a lot of Canadians must enjoy it since there's so many locations for you to go and do that. Actually, I've never seen any, maybe like in my neighborhood, it's not that popular. But tennis is really popular. Like there are, I don't know, at least 20 people always at the tennis court where I live. That's that's exciting. Yeah, tennis. Um, I, I live by High Park and there's a huge tennis court. Um right by me um I don't think I've actually ever played tennis <laughs> um yeah just never been on my uh bucket list I guess you could say um but it definitely seems like a fun sport uh, how about you though you do you play tennis oh actually not I am absolutely non-sporty person only thing I do enjoy is hiking that's another thing what I really love about living here in Canada because like you literally can go hiking every day and uh, there are so many parks uh all around Toronto like uh, next to my house there is a park where you can hike for about been an hour and that's a long time for a city yeah you're talking about camping right uh camping is a huge thing for Canadians I find um there there are a lot of provincial parks um same with hiking trails I do enjoy going hiking in the provincial parks more than I do in the city I think that there's more of a peaceful environment in the provincial parks but that's just my opinion um Yeah, and same with camping as well. Um, another thing is going to the cottage. A lot of Canadians um, have their own houses um, out in the country. And uh, I know some some people spend months at their cottage in the summer. Uh, so yeah, those are definitely the things that Canadians enjoy and uh we have now experienced. Yeah, and uh, I would like to get back to camping because, uh, you know, it's a new thing for me. And sometime earlier, I, I thought that camping would be something, uh, I don't know, it would be associated 
to be uh, with dirt and with heat, with sweat, with, I don't know, bad smell or whatever. And now I understand that camping is a really different thing here. And uh, let's talk a bit about that. Could you describe us like a typical campsite here? Yeah, in Canada, the camping conditions are very well preserved and well presented to the camper. So uh, there are campsites that even have electricity. There are campsites that are always close to a bathroom um, and showers. So you have those amenities that are close by that are well-maintained. It's always clean. Um, It doesn't smell bad. You know, you you're always able to go and shower and kind of take care of your own self if you need to. Um, there's even laundry facilities like, uh, yeah, if if you get your clothes dirty, go do your laundry. You know, it costs like three dollars or something, but at least that option is there. Um, with respect to um, the camp grounds um, within the parks themselves, there's stores for you to, you know, get whatever emergency necessities you might need. Um, the campgrounds that we were at this past like two weeks, two weeks ago, um, there was an option to go kayaking and canoeing. There's a lot of, like you just mentioned, there's a lot of hiking trails. So there's things to do for all ages. I would say a lot of families come down with their children. Uh, so yeah, I would definitely say that camping is, a pleasant experience. You have everything you need at your fingertips. Yeah, and you know, um, some time ago, I um, I read a book. It's called Planet Canada. Very interesting book. And there was a fascinating fact uh, that at least one, I might be mistaken, but I guess about one third of Canadians never left their province. So, and that's astonishing. It's like, it's a lot of people who never traveled like too far. And I did understand that people really don't need to leave their province because they have everything. They can go uh, to a provincial park to spend their summer there for a couple of weeks or even a month. They can go to cottage. Uh, They can uh, enjoy themselves somewhere in the lake, going kayaking, canoeing, or just swimming. Um, what do you think about that? Like, can we say that camping is one of the most popular activity in summer? I think all of the kind of outdoorsy activities in terms of driving like an hour or two hours to reach a destination where you can um, be close to a lake Uh, is something enjoyed by Canadians. And I think that's camping, that's going to the cottage, that's just going hiking, for example. Um, I think all of those things are very, very enjoyed by Canadians. Um, And if you're a newcomer to Canada, I think that should be one of the first things you do in the summer. Um, I think it paints an entirely different picture of what you might have previously thought about Canadian summers and what it's like outdoors. Yeah, there's so much culture in Canada that when you are going camping, it's not just Canadians. There's so many different cultural families. Talking about um, traveling in summer, that's another interesting topic. Talking to your friends, talking to some other people. How often do you hear about people who go traveling like to some other countries? I think for 
my age demographic, there is less of it just because we're all either students or we're just trying to kind of save enough money for other things besides traveling. But I know some of my friends go to the States a lot um, just because we're so close. And that's another really beautiful thing about Canada is how close we are to the States. Uh, you can either drive or, you know, fly for relatively cheaply. I see. Yeah. And what about going to Europe? Like how popular is this destination? Um, I would say that uh, Europe for people my age again is backpacking. A lot of um, young adults go backpacking through Europe um, just because that's like the cheapest option to see the most. Um, so what you would do when you go backpacking is you would like stay in a hostel and, you know, you have a certain budget that you try to meet on a daily basis. Um, but yeah, Europe is a really popular destination, I think, irrespective of your age group, just because, you know, it seems like this far away land and we want to see something that we haven't seen before. Whereas I think for Canadians, like the States and other provinces in Canada are very common. So they might want to see something entirely different. And so that's why you would choose Europe. Sure. And another thing is that you don't need a visa to go to Europe uh, uh, from if you have a Canadian passport. Uh, you don't need a visa to go, of course, to the States. You don't need a visa to go to Mexico and some other South American countries. I guess all of that. What would you recommend some immigrants who are maybe about to come to Canada or have just landed here? Depending on where. You're, so let's say if you came to Toronto and, uh, you know, you don't know what to do. And personally, what I have noticed myself doing is I would just look up online, like what is going on in the city? There's always festivals. There's always some art show or a concert like we were talking about before there's cultural festivities there's always something going on in the summer here like the city the city just does not stop in the summer I would say um, and if you have children as well um, there's always options to kind of you know like put your kids in a day camp and enjoy your summer by yourself and uh, another thing which I am actually excited uh, about is uh, CNE uh, let's talk a bit about that it's Canadian National Exhibition I think it's the first time after the pandemic Uh, they are opening up and uh, that's exciting but I'm going there for the first time so what could you tell me about that yes it's it's a funny topic in social circles in Toronto uh, simply because people remember the CNE before COVID and it would be something that you know just like tr a tradition that you would kind of swing by if you had the time in um, the summer to go and see it But then after COVID, people kind of forgot what the CNE was. And um, I know that they were having some financial trouble. Like, I think they were thinking of shutting it down or something like that. But uh, from what I remember from the CNE, um, I really enjoyed like the air show that they do. So definitely do uh, go see that if, if they're still doing that. Um, yeah, all of the festival games were fun. I remember the one thing that kind of frightens me about those types of festivities is like the uh, the roller coaster rides that they do. Yeah. Those seem so unsafe to me for some reason. <laughs> um, because, you know, you know how they're set up, right? It's just like a person putting it together from like a truck that they transport the ride on. Um, but it's besides that, I do think, um, enjoy some food, enjoy the shows that they have and, um, yeah, the games, the carnival games. 
By the way, we haven't mentioned, uh, we've talked a lot about the festivals and CNE is one of the greatest festivals in summer as far as I understand. And uh, it's huge. Uh, it's uh, from mid-August to the beginning of September. But um, what I was uh, shocked uh, by actually uh, for the first time I came to a festival is that I was going to a taco festival uh, and I was so excited about that, of course. So, and when we came there, it turned out that we actually had to buy tickets because uh, like in my mind, you don't need to buy tickets beforehand when you go to a festival. So, and they said, like, well, do you have any tickets? Uh, we say, no. And we wanted to buy some, but actually everything was sold out. And that's another thing about Canadian festivals and festivals here in Toronto, because if you don't buy them early enough, like the same thing is about camping. So unfortunately, there is a high chance you are going to miss it. Yeah, I, I do think you are correct in that sense. Um, but I, I do know there are some uh some like festival and gatherings that are free like for example i went to the taste of italy and they closed down college street and there's all this food and like live music and you just get to walk up and down the street and spend some money but at least you don't have to pay for tickets yeah by the way a uh, whole i guess july there was a fantastic jazz festival which i personally enjoyed a lot they didn't close up a street but they organized uh so they prepared some blocks uh, to set there some music bands and they were playing there and people of course were enjoying and what was exciting is to see that the cars were like free to go right the street is very busy in general but actually uh, both people and drivers the pedestrians the musicians everyone enjoyed the festival i guess no one complained yeah i i wanted to go to the jazz festival really bad but i i missed it this year and next year i'm, I'm sure i'm gonna go <laughs> yeah so and that's what we feel about canadian summer and i guess it's really vibrant if you like doing something exciting you will definitely find something here in uh, in Toronto specifically because it's a really busy city and lots of things are going on. And on the other hand, if you like to enjoy the nature, if you like to just stay in peace somewhere by the lake. So here are lots of options for that. So I guess everyone will find something for them. Yes, I agree. It's a great city to be, a great country to explore. And uh, yeah. So, come and see yourself. Our dear listeners, that was Chapter 4 of Sky from Canada, the podcast. And we do enjoy talking about Canada here in this chapter. We'll be talking to different people and Christine will host actually this chapter and will meet different people from different spheres of life. There will be artists, musicians, uh, people from different businesses. And um, that would be exciting to learn something you about uh, this beautiful and fantastic country thank you christine thank you so much until next time yeah happy to introduce uh, you to our listeners and uh, I, I do hope that our listeners enjoyed our episode and please leave us some comments or and we will be of course uh, happy to see some stars on apple podcast uh, platform or any other platform you can leave us a comment or a feedback so as usual we say hi from canada and uh, we'll be looking forward to talking to you next week.
Thanks for joining us today on Hi from Canada, the podcast. Please check out our Patreon page where you can find the transcripts for all our episodes. Join us on our social media to say hi. And be sure to drop us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Hi from Canada, the podcast is always excited to share some new information about Canada and inspire more people to take oils and come to the country where you can enjoy lots of things all together at one place. Hi, I'm from Canada, the place that looks like a Christmas card. And you probably think there's a hockey rink in each Canadian backyard. You'd be right, but there's Mounties here and poutine and beer. If you come, you'll want to stay. So please come visit Canada, pristine, exquisite Canada. Hi, I'm from Canada. Ayy.